It's an, an awesome opportunity for me to be here to stand before you, dear brothers and sisters in the Lord, and bring greetings from, from Uganda, from Africa, especially from my, our family, and also from the ministry. Thank you very much, Bay City, for standing with us and getting hold of our hands to make us what we are at the moment. And we believe, I believe that it is the beginning. And we shall go further than that. This morning, this day, is a different day. And I'm going to minister a different anointing. Okay? Hallelujah. Listen to me. I'm sharing about standing out for the supernatural. Standing out for the supernatural. If you, if you don't mind, if you have your Bible... Open with me the book of John, chapter 19, from verse 38. John chapter 19, from, chapter, eight, chapter 19, 38 to 42. After this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took the body of Jesus. And Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds. Then they took the body of Jesus and bound it in stripes of linen with the spices as the castle of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, which no one had yet been laid. So, they laid Jesus because of the Jews. Preparation day for the tomb was nearby. Now listen to me, friends. You all remember this story? This was a very, very crucial moment after the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Jesus was hung on a cross. The disciples were nowhere to be seen. Nobody was closer. And as you remember what happened, Jesus was crucified. And he died at around midday. Three hours later, that is at around three o'clock, there was thunder. Then late at night, at around six o'clock, there arises this man Joseph of Arimathea. This was a horrible situation, brothers. It was a time of darkness. It was a time of Abandonment, where Jesus had been abandoned as if nobody was caring. Peter was nowhere to be seen. John was nowhere to be seen. All the disciples, the 12 known disciples, were nowhere to be found. It was only Jesus hanging alone on the cross. And now God in heaven was wondering what is happening. And who is to step out and help out. 
The angels in heaven were wondering. Nothing was happening. And now here comes, here stands up one man called Joseph, who is not even mentioned among the disciples of Jesus Christ. Nobody knew about Joseph of Arimathea. Even the time when he, he became a disciple, nobody knew. But the Bible says Joseph stood up. Joseph came up. Joseph believed in himself. He said, I will make a difference. He said, I cannot leave the body of my Lord Jesus suffering on the cross. Because the body was suffering on the cross, remember? Full of blood everywhere. He's dead. Nobody daring. And Jesus said, I will bring down the body of Jesus Christ. I cannot leave my master suffering. I cannot tolerate such a shame on my master. I will make a difference in this land. Joseph stood out for the supernatural. And you know what he did? The Bible says Joseph approached Pilate. Joseph believed in himself. That is the one thing you have to know. You must believe in yourself. You must believe that you can make it. You must believe that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You must believe that not by power, not by mighty, but by his spirit. You must believe in a, in a breakthrough, brother. He believed in himself. He said, even if nobody knows me, let me tell you, nobody knew about Joseph. Nobody knew him. You might not be known in the church. Maybe even the pastor has never shaken your hand. Maybe the pastor has never said hi to you. But let me tell you, brother, you can stand for the supernatural. You can make it. Joseph believed in himself. That's number one. Number two, Joseph risked his reputation. Remember who was the, he was the leader? He was among the Sanhedrins. He was the leader of the Jew. Risking his reputation. Risking his post. But he's saying, no, I will not leave things the way they are. I must make a change. I must bring about a change. I must bring down the board of my master. He risked his reputation. Not only reputation, he also risked his own life. Because anytime he would be killed, they would say, okay, I think you're one of his disciples, then we do our in your life. He risked his life. If you want to stand up for the supernatural, brother, be ready to take risks. Take risks. If you don't take risks, then God will not risk for you. His life was in danger. His family was in danger. But he said, no, I'm available for the supernatural. Another thing you, you have to know is Joseph sticked out. He came out of the many. You must stand out, brother. Out of the many. Out of the congregation. Stick out. Stick out. Joseph stuck out. He stood up and said, no. I will go. Stick out of the many, brother. 
just the first pilot. I'm going to base today a little bit. When Joseph knew the answer, he knew where to go. The Bible says Joseph went to Pilate. Pilate was a ruler. Joseph knew where how to fix the things. Joseph knew, knew whom to consult. He first Pilate. And when he first Pilate, he did not request for the body, but he asked for the body. He said, I need the body of my master. I need the body of Jesus Christ. Brother, Pilate represents the power of the of darkness. Pilate represents rulers of, of darkness. Pilate represents the evil power, the satanic power. Unless you stick up, unless you stand bold, unless you risk your life, unless you risk yourself to stand against the powers, they will not give way. He stood against Pilate. He said, I need this body. I need the body of my master. Unless you stand bold against the enemy. Brother, it takes you standing against the board of the, uh, uh, against the, the enemy. Don't only beg, don't only request, but stand bold. I need this happen. I need this happen. I need a change in my family. I'm not changing my finances. I'm not changing our church. I'm not changing my ministry. I'm not change. I need a change. I need a change. First, first pilot. Face him with boldness. If you face with him with boldness, then he will give way. Nobody could face Pilate. He was a very fierce king. Everybody was fearing to, to, to draw close to Pilate. But Joseph dared himself to face Pilate. Come on, dare yourself and face Pilate. And demand him something you need. Demand him. Demand him. Say, no way. Things must change. No matter what you are. No matter how young you are. No matter how old you are. No matter what you are. No matter where you come from. No matter your background. Whether you have money or not. No matter whether you are tall or short. No matter whether you drive or not drive. But I tell you, brother. You can face Pilate. And Pilate can give way. He can give way. Listen to me. Three years ago, this is a very common story. I've shared with the teams that have been to Uganda, and I, I keep sharing it. Three years ago, I risked my life. When I, when I heard about the situation in the north, as you know, I risked my life. I said, no, I must be available. I must stand up for the children. And I traveled up north to go and save up these children. How can I stand with them? And on my way back home, I nearly lost my life. Because we, we, we fell into a rebel ambush. The, ambu the, the rebel ambushed the bus in which I was traveling in. They began shooting at the bus seriously, terribly. Past my, my immediate neighbors on my, my, the same seat shot dead. Their blood was splashing on me when I'm seeing. I nearly lost my life. Why? Because I chose to stand out for the supernatural. I don't want to hear things happening and I don't attend to them. I must stand up. 
My neighbors were dying as I was seeing. People were dying as I was seeing. And then I said, God, what can I do? Then the Holy Spirit told me, bow down and pray. I prayed two words. God, help me. And then I had a, a prompt in my spirit, find your way out. I found my way out of the bus. Then ran deeper in the bush. Then the rebels stopped shooting at the bus. They began shooting at me. Now all the bullets were following me like, like, like water. Like, as if like, 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 like raindrops. Shwa. They're all following me. But I said, no. I know that God has a purpose for me. And I have a minister for me. And I will stand out and make a difference. I will serve for the, for the orphans. I will make a difference in Uganda. That is my heart. If I die, let me die. But I will die for his people. It takes you to face Pilate. You must face Pilate. And request something you need. And request your heart's desire. Don't look at Pilate living the blood of Jesus Christ suffering. And you are doing nothing. Do something church. Don't wait for things to happen. Make them happen. Somebody told me that in the church, there are three people. Those who watch things happen. Those who don't know what is happening. And those who make things happen. Now, where are you? Do you make things happen? Or you watch things happen? Or you don't know what is happening? I met, you can meet somebody and ask, what is happening in your church? And he says, I don't know. What is the name of your pastor? I don't know. I don't know. That means you don't know what is happening. But let me tell you, it is the tower, it is the day, it is the year for us to have to stand out. Do something. Make things happen. Make it happen. Let Pilate realize that there is a man among men. Let Pilate realize that there is a woman, a woman among women. Let Pilate realize that there is a young man among a young man. Who is able to stand for the rest? Who is able to bring down the body of Jesus Christ? And let me tell you, the opportunity is now. Don't wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow will never come. Tomorrow is the future. Yesterday is past. First pilot. First the obstacle. First the hindrance. Stand against it. As it stands against you, stand against it. As it opposes you, oppose it. The Bible says, and a pilot granted permission. Pilot is waiting to grant permission. That is the enemy. He's waiting to grant permission to release. But there must be somebody, and that somebody is you, to stick out. And let me tell you this. You don't face Pilate with the begging words. You don't face Pilate with the tears. You face Pilate with words. Joseph faced Pilate with words. I need the blood of Jesus. I need the blood of Jesus. Face him with the word of God. Face him boldly with the word. Not with the tears. Church, we can stand out for the supernatural. 
And when I study verse 39, it says, And Nicodemus also came. This is very wonderful. Nicodemus was waiting for someone to stick out before he involves himself. Where was he before that? He was somewhere. And let me tell you, he had a different ministry. His ministry was not to bring down the blood of Jesus, but his ministry was to apply myrrh and alloys on the blood of Jesus. And imagine Joseph bringing his ladders, climbing the, climbing the, 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 the cross alone with the hammer, undoing all the, ta- the nails, putting the blood of Jesus Christ on his shoulder alone. Nobody is willing for that. They were full of blood everywhere. Joseph was a rich man, let me tell you. He was a very, very rich man. He was a wealthy man. But I tell you this, Joseph had to risk even his clothing. He dotted his clothing with the blood of Jesus Christ. Then when Nicodemus saw that the body is now down, that the man had stood up, he also came. If you stand up, Somebody will come for you. There is a Nicodemus waiting for you to stand up. In Uganda we say, when you begin fighting, then others come to fight with you. You must stand up first before Nicodemus comes. With the myrrh, with the alloy. There is a Nicodemus for you hiding somewhere. Don't cry. Don't shed tears. There is a Nicodemus waiting for you to stand up with the boldness, with the faith. Believing in yourself. That I will make it. And Nicodemus will be available. To say yes. I will come join you. We fight together. Nicodemus. All these were not recognized disciples of Jesus Christ. They were not. I know in the church you have so many people who say. But me I am not recognized. Nobody knows me at church. Nobody even waves at me. I wonder how I fit in that church. I wonder I don't know how. I don't know whether I'm even known there. No matter whether you are known or not. But Jesus Christ knows you. And you can stand up and make a difference. Nicodemus joined Jesus. I mean, he joined Joseph. And he brought something different. And the Bible says that then after that, they together. Nicodemus and Joseph, they together. Carried the blood of Jesus Christ into the womb. We are meant to stand up for the supernatural. There is no joking. There is no playing around. There is no marking around. There is nothing else. But we are meant to stand up for the supernatural. If you don't do it in New Zealand, I will stand up in Uganda and make a difference in my country. And touch the hearts of my people. And touch the dying. And touch the poor. So that I can bring them the life and the peace in Jesus Christ. They all carried the blood of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that closer, closer to the, to, 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 to the place where Jesus was, was, was buried was a tomb. And a tomb nobody had been laid in. This means Jesus or God never shares. God never shares. He's a jealous God. He, owns, he wants to own your life alone. 
He wants to own your family. He does not want to share you with an idol. He was, Jesus was laid in a new tomb. And do you know what had happened? This tomb had been made by Joseph himself. Joseph had prepared for him for his death and his family members. Joseph being a wealthy man, he dug a very, very remarkable tomb. And he said, this one is for my death. But when he saw the master on the cross, he, he changed things and said, no, I will use my substance for the supernatural. Joseph used his own substances. He used his own tomb. Then they carried the body of Jesus Christ and they laid it in the tomb. Brother, use what belongs to you. Use that what you have. I know it is yours. Use it and bring down the body of Jesus Christ. God never shares. He's a jealousy God. I know some of you might, might be here and you have not given your love to Jesus Christ. But I want to tell you that God never shares. He wants to own you alone. He wants to, to dwell in your house. I mean in his house alone. In your, in your heart alone. Jesus was alone. Many people were being buried with others in the tomb. But Jesus was alone in his own tomb. He never shares. God is looking for a man. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 22, if you don't mind, just open with me. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 22. Ezekiel, chapter 22 says, verse 30. So I sought for a man among them who would make a war. And stand in the gap before me on my behalf of the land. But I should not, that I should not destroy it. But I found none. That means God seeks, God looks around. He seeks for a man to stand. He seeks for someone to come up, to pop up. To stick out. God waits for somebody. He's looking for a man among them. He's looking for a man among you people who are, still, who, are, who are listening to me tonight. God is looking for someone to stand in the gap, to build a wall, to build a hedge for him, between him and his people. But he says, I found none. That means nobody was able, nobody dared to stand for the supernatural. Nobody was available. Everybody was hiding. Everybody was busy. Everybody was away. Nobody was available. God said, and I found none. God is looking to death for a man. He's looking for a woman of God. A woman who will change the situation. A woman who will make things happen. God is, is looking for you today. He's looking for you today. He's looking around this house. He's looking around this house. He wants somebody with a, a broken spirit who will risk him life, his life. Take risks. Uganda has been on the map for years and years. Things happening in Uganda time to time. But I thank God I was born in Uganda. And I pray that I die in Uganda when I'm 150 years. 
so that I can touch the lives of my people. That is what I meant for. Reach the, the, reach the lost. Discipling them, training them, releasing them in the power of the Holy Ghost. Everybody knows and hears about Uganda. Only, sometimes only bad things. Bad things. Floods, AIDS, wars, killings. Nothing good comes out of Uganda. But I want to tell you, that is where God called me. When I stand up myself, I become a man available to stand in my country, to make a difference, to make things happen. That is where God called me. And that is where I will serve him. No matter what come may, no matter what, whether, what Pilate does, he will bow. He will give way for the blood of Jesus Christ to be pressed down. The enemy will give way. He must give way. In the name of Jesus Christ. He must give way. God is seeking for a man. No matter whether you are, you are, you are educated or not. No. Many people say, but I don't have this. I don't have the other. I'm not like a Pastor Mike. You can't be Pastor Mike. You are you. And God can use you as you. Remember God used Joseph as Joseph. He did not use Joseph as Peter. Joseph did not walk on the waters like Peter. No. Joseph was not among the beloved disciples of Jesus. No. God used him as a Joseph. And let me tell you what. There are people who cannot stand the heat. When things become hot, they shy away. When the going becomes tough, they hide. They can't stand the heat. And even in the church of Christ, there is heat. Maybe here. But in the church of Christ, there is heat. But let me tell you, no matter what the heat is, God can use you as you. He's looking for a man, just a man, just a woman, available. Are you available for him? Do you believe in yourself? Will you stand tall? Will you say, I will go? Will you face the enemy? Will you face the obstacle? And say, clear the way? Will you do that? Or will you sit down and begin to say, oh, okay. Now what can I do? I can't do anything. I am just a woman. I'm just, I'm just nobody. There are nobodies before God. Everybody's a somebody. God never creates nobodies. When he creates, he creates somebody. Stand up. Say, yes, here I am, Lord. Use me when I die. Let me die, but I'll make a difference. I'll make a difference. I'll make things happen. I'll bring life where there is no life. I'll bring peace where there is no peace. I'll bring joy where there is no joy. I'll bring power where there is no power. Hallelujah. I'll bring healing where there is no healing. Here I am, Lord. I am available. I'll be the Joseph. God is seeking for a man. He's looking for you today. God looks for men. And he found none. Will God find any man among here? Let me tell you this. God wants to take this child to another level. And there are even some people here who will serve him. Who will serve him even beyond the anointing of Pastor Mike. And I believe one day, one time, Pastor Mike will be very happy to see some of you ministering in the higher anointing than him. 
And that is his heart to raise up men and women of valor. Mighty men of war. To stand against Pilate. To say not the devil. And to say yes the power of God. To bring change. To bring an impact on the land. Hallelujah. I tell you. The name of God will be glorified. God is seeking for a man. And I believe brother we can make it. You can make it. Tell your friend, your neighbor you can make it. Just tell him. Tell him you can make it. You can make it. I want to share with you my heart, brothers, this morning. For us to be here, I and my wife to be here is a miracle. Now, 20 years in marriage, we had never had any time together. Because we cannot afford getting away by ourselves. But this has been a wonderful moment for me and my wife to be away. <laughs> to pray together. This has been a wonderful. Pastor Joy took us. Why can I beach down there? And then we were put in a country pouch. <laughs> Very beautiful. They offer BB. You know how the BB is. You don't have BB in Uganda anyway. But they offer BB. We were there with my wife for three nights alone. But let me tell you, brothers, nothing happens by mistake. Nothing happens without paying a price for it. We came from very far with this lady. We came from very far for us to be here. And I believe we shall not remain where we are. We are going forward. Going forward. In the name of Jesus Christ. Pastor Mike, thank you very much for offering us this opportunity to come and share with the church and be away from all the children. Yes. Not because we don't love them. We do love them. But it's important for us to catch up. Very important. We honor that. We can't thank you enough. But let me tell you, God is seeking for a man, for a woman who can stand in the gap. Do you know that there is a gap somewhere? There is a gap somewhere. And that gap, Pastor Mike cannot fill it. It's you can fill it. There was a gap during the time of, of Jesus Christ. And Joseph the Arimathias filled it. You can fill a certain gap. Not only preaching, not only singing. There is a gap for you to fill. Come on, begin seeking and looking for a gap for you to fill. He says, and I sought for a gap for a man who can stand and fill the gap. There is a gap. How many gaps are there? I don't know, but maybe millions. God is seeking for a man who can stand up for the supernatural. Doing the impossible. This was an impossible moment, brothers. It was an impossible moment. But Joseph filled the gap. Then Nicodemus came and filled another gap. The two of you, the two of us can fill a gap. And the glory of God will be realized. And the, and the, uh, and the people fall down and say, yes, God has made it for them. He's looking, looking for a man. Isaiah 42, verse 28. Open me quickly if you, if you don't mind. 
Isaiah 42, verse 28. For I looked, same. For I looked, and there was no man. I looked among them, but there was no counselor. Who, when I asked of them, could answer a word. There was no counselor to answer a word. Here I am, Lord. There was no one to say, here I am. I thank you, I thank you for everybody who who are sponsoring the, the, the orphans. I tell you, your support has impacted the lives of children. Your support has, has given them hope in the hopeless situation. Your support is enabling them now at least to have a blanket to cover, on, to cover at night. Your support has enabled now at least to have mattress to lie on. And a mattress is shared between five children. That means your support does not only go to your child. It supports the whole family. Five children, they share one mattress. Three of them covering one blanket. That means you said, Pastor Mike, we shall risk. I will risk, but support a child somewhere. God is looking for a man. God is looking for a man. So he's looking for somebody here. And God wants to break that barrier in you. That has been hindering you to serve him. And to achieve what God called you for. He's seeking for a man, a counselor. To stand in the gap. And make a difference. Will you stand and make a difference? I want to think about it this morning. Will you stand and make a difference? Will you say, here am I am, Holy Ghost. I will do my best. I will stand up. I will not sit and wait. I will make things happen. I will, I will go. Do you remember that Jesus says, and these signs will go with those who go? If you're not going, nothing will go with you. If you don't go, God doesn't go. But he goes with those who go. And the saints will go with those who go. Come on to stand up and say, Lord, I will go. Lord, I break any barrier that hinders me, that has been suppressing me today. I will make a change. I will make a difference. And let the neighbors around you realize a difference in your life. Let people in Hastings see the glory of God upon you. And they say, God has made it for them. Let your marriage be a different marriage because you chose to stand up for the supernatural. Oh, hallelujah. My heart is for my country. My heart is for the young people in the country. My heart is for the lost in Uganda. I'm all satisfied with, the, with, 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 with those he has used us to bring to him. I yet long and yearn for more. And that's why I'm anticipating and trusting God for a bigger church in Mbali. Bigger church in Mbali. Why? Not to, not to brag for, but that it can accommodate lost souls. Become a training place, an equipping place to release people in the apostolic anointing. Those are the people who will affect nations. Touch Uganda and then touch Africa and then touch New Zealand. Together, we can make it. I can be a Joseph. You can be a Nicodemus. You can be a Nicodemus. You can be a Joseph. I can be a Nicodemus before you and behind you. 
God is looking for a man. And the hour is now. The time is now. You've wasted a lot of time. And it has been time for, for, for your preparation. You have spoken lots of words for you. You have received so many prophecies, which is very good. Now, therefore, stand up. Don't keep sitting too long. Do you know what? The spirit leaks, and even the anointing leaks. The anointing you received yesterday, if you don't use it, it will leak, and tomorrow you'll be empty. Stand up with that anointing, and now achieve greater things for the Lord. The hour is now. The time is now. The chance is now. God is looking for a man. He's looking for somebody. For us to stand in, in Uganda, ministering the Lord is not a joke, brothers. It's not easy. But we don't look at how, whether it isn't easy. We know with God all things are possible. I believe that in my heart. With God all things are possible. We live by faith, I and my family. Even the church we pass at does not pay us. Because the offering they bring out on Sunday is not enough even to sustain my family even for a day. We live by faith. And many people look unto us. But we say, Lord, what you call for, you provide for. I believe that. What he calls for, he provides for. And he, he, God is faithful. He has seen us through up to day. We did the 12 children in our house. 12 children. Don't look at what you have. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you. Come on, give her a clap. Come on, give her a clap. She deserves it. She's a caring lady. She's a loving lady. She has stood up among them and says, no, I will make a difference. You see, it's happening now. We are called to make a difference. Not only sit and wish. Don't sit and wish to become a John Wandera. Sit and wish to become whom God has called you and whom God has destined you to be. Sit and begin dreaming dreams. Dream big dreams of what you want to be in the future. I want to challenge you young men and young, young girls who are here. I came to know the Lord when I was 16 years old. I never mucked around. I was strong in my faith, stronger in the word, same to my wife, and the Lord has made us what we are now. If you stand, the Lord stands with you. And if you sit, everything sits, even heaven sits down. Stand up and you'll see the power of God. It's the hour for us, for us to make a difference. The Lord seeks for a man, for somebody.